Well, welcome back to A Breath of Fresh Faith. I'm so happy and excited to talk to y'all. Sorry if my voice sounds a little different. I like just literally woke up like an hour ago, and so bear with me. I am really wanted to get on here and talk to you guys about purity and just my thoughts on it and my experience with trying to navigate purity as you know a Christian woman in society or trying to live in a society that's so oversaturated with with just you know explicit messages and images and and also just share a little bit about my journey of you know my story as well I know I've like touched on it here and there in several podcasts but I've never really just designated one podcast just to talk about it so I thought I'd hop on here and share it with you guys and just dialogue and have that conversation so starting out like I know I kind of shared some bits and pieces in my testimony episode about my background was struggling with pornography and being sexually assaulted and you know just my history behind that and for me I you know talked actually a little bit just my last most recent podcast with Greg about how you know I felt like I was so alone and like didn't have anyone to talk to about it and I didn't even know that women struggled with these issues and and I realized that you know that there's definitely power in your story and that I would encourage you that if you've been through anything if whether you're a guy or girl listening, if you've been through something traumatic or something, you know, significant like that in your life that's really defined you and maybe in a way that you aren't really necessarily happy with, but you, you know, you want to be better, you want to change, you want to heal and grow, I would definitely encourage you to reach out and talk to your, talk to a friend, talk to someone that you trust about, about what happened. And honestly, there's power in your story. There's power in your words. And for me, it was one of those things where I'll be transparent. I honestly didn't ever really plan or I didn't want to really tell anyone about what happened to me in high school, which is what when the sexual act that against me happened. And I remember I was like, oh, I, I'm never going to tell anyone. I just felt so ashamed and so alone and isolated. And mind you, this whole podcast is not about me, you know, talking or playing the victim card. This is me just sharing my story just FYI, um, there would definitely be moments of just transparency, but also just, you know, giving God glory that I didn't, you know, struggle as long as I did with, you know, the ramifications of what had happened or aftermath. But for me, after what happened to me, I, you know, your first response or my first response was to be like, oh, this trying to rationalize and process what had happened to me. And with in my head, I know it doesn't make sense to people that haven't had this experience, but you know, I was trying to re trying to replay it in my head to try to understand it because I was like, did this really just happen? And just a little backstory, like I have not, before when this had took place, I had never like had my first kiss or anything like that. And so for me, it was like a very, like very, very traumatic experience. And as someone that really cares deeply for others and is always trying to understand like other people, it was honestly like the worst nightmare in a sense for for in this type of scenario because I was in my head constantly trying to like rationalize what happened to me when there was no valid or good reason to validate what had happened to me but it was like no one wants to view themselves in a victim mentality and so um it was unfortunate because I didn't really have a lot of good friends in my life at the time that I could really or people in the faith that I really could talk to about what happened and there was also just a lot of different stories floating around about similar situations and the way they were handling it was just very poorly in my opinion and so I went years in kind of just isolation of 
what had happened and trying to process it on my own, which I would highly recommend. So do not, do not do that y'all. Cause it is, it'll kill you inside literally. And so I, of course I'm not, I needed the Lord and I, you know, didn't, you know, really know how to go about talking to him about it. So I was dealing with it on my own. So, you know, when you deal with it on your own, it's likely going to be self-destructive or it's not going to be fruitful because, you know, you're the one, you know, dealing with that pain. So you're not really thinking clearly. You're not in the right headspace or the healthy headspace to really get yourself out of what you're going through. Nor do I really believe it's something that you can get out, get out yourself or get out of yourself that you need, you know, accountability. You need not even accountability, but you just need people in your life to help you heal and grow. And like, of course, like walk alongside the father and let him heal you and restore you and restore your purity, restore your, your heart. And for me, I a little backstory as well. I grew up, you know, very sheltered in the sense that like I, you know, was very naive to a lot of things concerning like sex and porn and just, you know, the Christian bubble was very, a very big Christian bubble in my life. And so the amount of shame and guilt that came with what had happened to me was astronomical in the sense. And mind you, before I struggled with like the whole daddy issue situation where I didn't have a really present father in my life, I didn't have you know, that fatherly figure. And so because I wasn't getting that fulfilled in my life, I was filling that void with earthly desires, earthly affirmations from males. And so, and that was like a really like low for me because I was really, I I always, you know, portrayed myself as someone that was confident and that, you know, oh, I'm not going to be like, you know, all the other people that have, you know, went through these different family situations and dynamics that I could, you know, I don't, I'm not going to struggle with that. And so, mind you, that was definitely pride getting in the way. And so, I, after what happened to me, I struggled with a porn addiction for a long time. And so, I was dealing with this, and it was really honestly a traumatic response, and also a trauma response, and also something that I just, when I look back on it, it's like I am ashamed of, and like, I'm just being honest and transparent, but ashamed of the the feelings and thoughts of guilt and shame that the devil like put on me and I'm not like and obviously not everything that's bad that happens in our life is from the devil I think we give him way too much credit for things um that and so for me it was just one of those situations where I didn't know how to handle it and so I struggled so hard with and mind you if you grew up in a Christian household and anything like this has happened to you maybe you can relate but I was my first response was I had no education really about you know, these type of situations or anything sex related. And so when it happened to me, I was like, I don't even know, like, do I go to the doctor? Do I get help? Like I had no, like I was just so uneducated. And so that was a very, very like lonesome journey. And so I came to Lee a couple, this was like a, a couple of years or like a year or two after what happened to me. And I went to Lee and I, you know, put on the, on the mask that I had all together and was, you know, I did not dare share that. And then one time, one night at small group, we had small group on our hall and I just felt really convicted because in the sense that I was like, I feel like I was hiding a big part of my story that was one, like debilitating me and keeping me stagnant. But it was also something that like, I knew that like, wasn't something that I wanted and that I just needed to talk about it. And so I had met someone that had a similar background, not the same exact story, but a similar type of struggle and that person really just helped me be like wow like 
if the if the Lord can get him out of that situation, I just kind of revealed his gender, got him out of that situation, and those like struggles that he could do, like if he can do that for him, then like he could do it for me, and I believe and I believe that, and so, and also the Lord really dropped on me like do you and I've always felt you know everyone says this but I've always really felt a big call for talking to people about in large crowds about issues that are very like hot topics taboo topics and so I was like okay and but the Lord was like Hannah do you really want your family to find out what happened to you when you're speaking on a stage one day do you really want your family to find out that way and I was like wow and so I just like busted out like in tears and like and I was very vulnerable and raw with the Lord and I was sitting there and I was like no like I don't want that to be the first time and at that time I was just also still like I had just like got delivered of majority of my temptation with lust and with trauma and with porn but it was still like the temptation was still like you know creeped in a little bit because I was vulnerable and the devil definitely knew that and so I, my first, my first step to healing was being transparent with my, one of my, some of my closest friends, people I knew I could trust. And I just opened up to them and I was like, look, I, you know, I didn't go into like the full detail of what happened. Honestly, I didn't really share those details until later on, probably I think a year or two later when I finally felt comfortable just talking about sex and what, and like porn and that, like that was something that I struggled with. And I, once I like, it's just that, that saying where, the things that you keep in the dark will, will, you know, keep you held and like keep you, you know, as a, like a slave to yourself. But the things that you put it, bring to the light, you know, there's freedom. There's freedom in that. And so I shared my shared my struggles with um, pornography and just lust and just honestly daddy issues that I struggled with. And I'm not kidding you. The Lord is honestly so incredible. It makes me emotional because I opened my mouth and shared this and. I like felt so loved and I felt so heard and I felt so much just like weight lifted off my shoulders when I shared my story because I one it was it was like I felt like I wasn't alone because the person the people I was talking to opened up and they were shared their journeys with dealing with pornography and with lust or whatever it might have been or temptation and I was like wow and I was like why isn't this talked about you know and especially in the Christian faith and Christian culture like women are just you know, we're not, you know, it's, it's like one of those things we're ignored about, you know, it's a topic that we feel like that women don't deal with, so let's not talk about it, but y'all, let me just be real, if you're a youth pastor, or a children's pastor, or just a pastor in general listening to this, or have someone in your life that is, please, please encourage them to really just educate both genders about, you know, topics concerning purity, sexuality, you know, virginity what does that mean in like purity in porn like porn awareness because I honestly truly confidently believe that if we would just remove the stigma remove the shame the guilt the awkwardness and just be real with each other that we would under we would realize that so many of us are dealing with the same exact struggles and hurdles in our lives you know and that if we just would talk about them that one they wouldn't carry as much weight and two that we would be able to help each other grow and heal and so for me like that was like such a defining moment of when I just opened my mouth and was honest and it was like the most freeing experience I literally can feel that feeling right now talking to y'all and it was so so healing for me 
And so after that, I mean, the Lord was really upfront with me and he was like, you're going to have to do the work, you know, for this healing process. This isn't going to be an overnight thing. This is going to be a journey. And if you're willing to go with me, I'll heal you, but you have to do the work. And I'm like, okay. I was like, yes, Lord, I'll do it. And so in each, and it was was one of those things when you say yes to the Lord, it's just, he mind blows me. And I bet he mind blows y'all too. He'll just like constantly open a door where like he would I would literally y'all I'd be at my school there's like Einstein's and Dunkin Donuts and different like coffee shops and I was at a coffee shop and I had literally met a girl mind you that I don't like we're not friends like I literally just met her and I felt the Lord wanted me to talk to her and I talked to her and we were just you know getting to know each other and introducing ourselves and she had shared part of her story with me mind you I just met her and it was very similar to my story and I just felt so much power and my story because and also the the girl story that shared you know her story with me where I was like wow like there is so much power in our testimony in that we really don't understand the weight of it you know and how it can literally change someone's life it can literally radically like get someone out of something that they're in and so in that moment it was just such a god moment I will never forget it it was such a divine appointment from the lord of you know having two people that have been broken and hurt but not by each other but by other people come together and share their story and that in that there was so much beauty that was coming out of the ashes of that of our stories and also just so much healing and so I would encourage anyone I know I'm like kind of rambling so bear with me this is like my first time really sharing this story to in in this depth and if you want to like hear more parts of it or details of the story I'm very open about it I would love to talk to you guys about it if you've been through it or know someone that has that that needs someone to talk to I would love to be that person for them because I know what it what it was like to go through that and to feel alone and so I was dealing with all that and I you know the Lord was working on me and y'all once you let go and lay everything at the Lord's feet and realize that like there's there's so much more than just a surface level of things that we're dealing with that you know there's trying to find the root of the issue the root of the sin in our life and for me it was that void of you know not I didn't you know like I was struggling with issues with my dad so I didn't feel like I my view of my earthly father kind of translated to my view of the heavenly father and of my heavenly father and so for me it was like the Lord was like just because you had this experience and this life experience with your father doesn't mean that that's me and that I you know am so much power more powerful so much greater and like I will fill every void if you will just let me and I you know and it was and what broke my heart in this moment was that that I felt the weight of so many guys and girls in the faith and not in the faith that just carry this weight of you know thinking they're not enough because they weren't validated and affirmed by their parents or their mom or their father and so if you're a parent listening I would encourage you that like I know everyone's trying their best and Lord knows I'm not a parent so I cannot speak on this but there I would say the one thing I would say is to love your love your child unconditionally like like Christ does us and that you know be to, to try to be more intentional with how you're demonstrating your love and how you word things because I don't think parents sometimes realize how powerful 
the way you speak to your children impacts them and how it can be they're very fragile and that you need to be very mindful about you know how you speak and also the same for children about how they speak to their parents and that's a whole another topic for another day but moral story is God has redeemed and has brought so much beauty out of my story and like sitting here today just literally opening up a podcast and being very vulnerable about what I've been through with y'all is a really big step like if you would have asked me a couple years ago I would have been like heck no I would not be talking about this in front of anybody let alone even like my friends and so if you're someone that's listening that has been through something I don't want to speak life into you that what you've been through is not is not a definer of you it, you choose whether it defines you and if you're struggling to know that like you are not alone you are so loved by the Lord the Lord wants to just wrap his arms around you and just to show you the love of him and that he can literally meet every need and succeed those if you will meet him and he will meet you in your mess he will meet you in your trauma he will meet you in your tears in your lowest point in your pit and if you'll if you'll just meet him there I promise you it'll be the best decision you've ever made and that it's not going to be an easy process but it will be so worth it and if you know you need someone to talk to you I would highly recommend reaching out to someone you trust someone you care about someone that you know will listen to you and if you don't I would re- I would look up resources and I'll even try to look up some resources myself to provide for y'all if you need them about reaching out and getting help because honestly y'all I wish I would have spoken up sooner could have saved me years of trauma like you know kind of adding to my trauma and you know not you know doing the work to get better and to just heal and so I hope y'all really are able to hear my heart in this I know that it's a very sensitive topic and not everyone you know will be able to understand or relate to that but this is for the people that really just needed to know that you're not alone that you're loved, that you're cherished, you are whole, you are pure, you are, you know, the bride of Christ, you know, we are the bride of Christ, and that there's no sin that is too dirty for the Lord. There's no trauma that is that is too deep or too dark for the Lord, that he can heal those things, and he will. He can use people in your life, he can use professional help, prof- professional people that really can help you heal, and I, and I want to also speak to this too, that if you're a church leader or have any influence at all, whether church or not, to really encourage people to also, like, this is, like, the one thing, the saying that I heard the most that really, honestly, was one thing I just feel like people should just not say to someone that's been through things like this, that, oh, well, you just haven't prayed enough, or you just need to keep on praying, and prayer is powerful, and there's no doubt about that, but when someone's gone through something like this, trust me, they have been in their head and they've been thinking and they're probably overthinking and even uh, some someone saying something like that can be very triggering and could also cause them to even feel even more shame and guilt than they already do and so I would encourage you just to love on them to love on them ask if they want to speak about it or just be listening ear and just show love just show the love of Christ and and to encourage people to genuinely get help in whatever way that that work that means for them whether that means professional help psychological help physical help and spiritual help whatever that whatever they need be be the hands and feet of Christ and to be open and be gentle with them that you know a lot of people when they've everyone has their own experiences and their own responses to what they've been through and to be mindful of that and to be gentle so that's like my last like parting thought 
And if genuinely, if anyone wants to talk about this with me or share their story or want to come on and share their story if they feel comfortable, I would love, that would honestly make my heart flourish for people just to get on here and just remove the shame, remove the guilt, be free, like show people the freedom that they can be, that can be found in Christ and through Christ with just sharing your story. And so I want to finish this podcast off with prayer, dear Lord, I thank you so much for today, God. I pray that you would use each person's story that's listening, God. I pray that if they're, if they've been through something traumatic, that you would heal them, God. I pray that they would be able to just see you through it, God. I pray that you would help them bring people into their corners, into their lives that will love on them, will be gentle, be kind. And I pray that you would help them receive the help they need, the healing they need. And I just rebuke any shame, any guilt that they might have, have, God. That's not from you. And I pray that you would just wrap your arms around them. God, you are our Abba Father. I pray that you would just love on us so deeply. And I pray that you would just help us find the power in our story and have the confidence and the boldness to share our story with whoever that might be or need to be, God. I pray you meet every need, that you would heal us, Father, and that we just thank you for all that you're doing in and through our lives, God, through our stories and through the good, the bad, the ugly. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Y'all, I love y'all so, so much. And thank you so much for listening. I know this was kind of a heavy topic and something that, you know, not everyone's comfortable talking about. But for me, it's something that's a big part of my story that, you know, I know I really felt led to share. And I hope that y'all hear my heart. And I love y'all. And I can't wait to talk to y'all very, very soon. Bye, guys.